Right, welcome back to Beyond the Booth. I'm your host, Cameron Capers. And as always, follow Beyond the Booth on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on the booth on Twitter and Instagram at B-Y-D-T-H-E-S-O-U-N-D. And today, my guest is from all the way in San Diego, singer-songwriter, Tom Tide. How are you doing today? I'm really good. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I'm actually really excited to talk to you. This is the first time we've ever even had a conversation before. Um, yes, and also, listening to your music, I was just really engaged by uh, the kind of mystery around you and the way you release the music and everything. So, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you today. Uh, just to start off, you were born in New Jersey, but you're in California. Uh, when yep. exactly did you move and what kind of music were you listening to uh, growing up? Right. Um, when did I move? Like a year? And oh, okay, so it was recent. Almost two. No, almost two years, actually. Sorry. In, Febu- in, in March, it'll be two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the <laughs> the pandemic kind of kind of blew past in my memory. But, um, <laughs> right, same. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it's almost two years now. Um, what kind of music? Like honestly, everything. Yeah, like growing up, I was asking because obviously New Jersey and California on the opposite coast. So I was right. just interested in were you growing up in like New Jersey listening type of music there, or like what stuff were you listening to in those formative years for you? Right. Um, I don't know, like. I don't know if I like was listening to super regional stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you you definitely you're gonna hear Jersey Club, like especially <laughs> at, at my high school and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. um, honestly, yeah, whatever whatever was playing in the car, like on the radio. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm trying to think. Was there uh, anyone specifically that like really inspired you, or is it just like? Because I just asked that question because everyone has different answers. So it's always interesting to me to kind of see yeah. what you were listening to, you know, those earlier years before you started listening to me, uh, playing or writing your own music. Yeah, like before listening to my own stuff, right? Yeah. So I, I would say like, um, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I want to have a No, you're, so, you're okay. Um, <laughs> so what comes to mind is like, there's just so many actually, like, um, I want to say like, I remember Flow a Tree would, mm-hmm. would be playing in the car. Like we went on a lot of road trips and stuff. So like. I remember that and like uh, their version of butterflies, like I guess before Michael Jackson, like um, so that like uh, I remember that tape that was uh, I think Floetic or something. Um, okay, just on road trips, yeah, playing that like uh, I guess Jill Scott um, mm. stuff like Fifty Cent, like when my mom wasn't around. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, That's hilarious. <laughs> so like. Uh, all kinds of stuff, I guess, right? Like, so, mm-hmm. like, not a ton of rock, but I kind of explored that when I started to get, like, my own iPod and stuff like that. Right, yeah, and I was just asking because your music, like, it's really hard to put one genre on it because it's so many different things, which is a good thing, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's why I was interested in, like, what we were listening to growing up. And also, it was really interesting. Uh, I'm based here in Kansas City, Missouri. And nope. something I've noticed is a lot of artists here are really inspired by California um, mm. and, and not even just rap, like the rock music here and stuff. So it's really interesting to me how the influences has reached into the Midwest like that uh, and even still to this day. Um, mm. And next I want to talk about, I was reading more about you and your parents are actually teachers, which is also why I was interested in the type of music you're listening to. Uh, uh, and I wanted to know, uh, did they kind of want you to go down a certain career path since they're teachers or did they kind of give you the freedom to explore what you wanted to do? Right. Actually, so maybe that was maybe that was misleading. I guess I said a, a lineage of teachers. Um, oh, right. <laughs> it's like, um, so grandparents were teachers. Okay, um, cool. 
so they stressed education to to mm-hmm. my parents and and uh I mean of course separately like um so my dad's from like Texas my mom's from Indiana um mm-hmm. and like I guess just separate um black upbringings and like education was just stressed so like mm-hmm. um they I guess brought the same thing they wanted me me and my brother to go even farther with education right. so um, I'm, I I kind of lost your question though, <laughs> but I just want. Oh uh, yeah, that. I was just asking like, did they kind of let you explore like the musical path, or did they want you to just kind of stick with you know just going to school and going to college, and that was it? Right. I mean, I guess like growing up, there was always like encouragement to to explore anything that was enriching. So, mm-hmm. um, they I mean they supported like flute lessons. Um, when I was doing that, like they supported uh, my, I I started out actually producing like classical uh, compositions before, like getting. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Pop stuff. So <laughs> right. they, they, I mean, they supported all that. Like, um, uh, so, I mean, when it, when it came to a career path, I mean, it, it was, it was something that they weren't like familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so like, yeah, I don't, I, it's not like a, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I was just asking that because, you know, me being black, my brother, we're both uh, musicians and creatives, too, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I was raised by, like, a single black mom. And so it was obviously the same thing for us was education. Mm-hmm. And so it's always interesting because that kind of intersection of being black and, like, wanting to be a creative because a lot of times we kind of forget that narrative push on us. Like, oh, yeah, you have to go to school and go to college, obviously, um, which is not a bad thing, obviously. But every black person doesn't want to, you know, do the same thing. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's interesting asking different people like their experiences because some parents are super open and cool about it. And some are like, no, I want you just to do this, you know? Um, and so you brought up playing, oh, you're going to say, sorry. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like that. I I totally understand that, that, that caution, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, there's enough data points to, to make, (laughs) to make somebody (laughs) worried, even myself being, being in this space. Right. Um, Exactly. And so, like, I I totally understand that caution. And, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, uh, the industry, the world in general, people uh, could use a lot of reform, I guess. And, and like, uh, I'm it's, – it's kind of super relevant. I just got off a phone call with somebody uh, in the industry who's just – who was just so refreshing to talk to because he was just mm-hmm. a good person, you know. So, right. Like, um, and just upfront about, like, not wanting anything – I, th- mm-hmm. I think like in just being friends and supporting each other like through this whole thing so like i think like uh that's super refreshing to see this early as well um um yeah so i'll, I'll yeah, let I you kind of continue but yeah no yeah i definitely agree with that um even that same thing for me here it's like uh, being black and like a predominantly white industry is really hard um mm-hmm. because it's like I, that's something I have to do all the time is like, am I getting offered this job or this opportunity because I'm black or is it because you actually value my, you know, per- mm. point of view and like my perspective. Um, right. And yeah, that's something hard to navigate. Sometimes, like you said, some people want stuff from you and don't mm. actually care about what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. And this podcast, I really want it to be about me talking to people that are like making stuff they're proud of and like just having conversations and like being able to unpack what they're doing. And that's why I'm excited to talk to people like you too. And so many other black uh, creatives specifically because a lot of times we don't get the same platforms to talk about what we're doing. Um, Love it. it. You know, comparison (laughs) to our white counterparts, obviously. So yeah, I definitely think that's cool. Uh, You brought up playing classical music uh, earlier on in your life. I thought that was really interesting because when I was listening to your music, 
um some of the songs like when you're singing is more of like a higher pitch and the melodies like flow like it's not conventional like melodies you know uh and it reminded me weirdly of like an opera singer if that makes sense at all when i was listening to it not in a bad way it was just like really different i thought it was like um yeah it just felt way different than uh just a conventional song if that makes sense and i wanted to know Mm -hmm. how did classical music kind of inspire you up until this point and do you still kind of use elements from that in your music at all absolutely i i think i take from everything i think i take Mm -hmm. from everything like um classical like um I'm not saying like I listen to like <laughs> right <laughs> like I know what you mean day, right but it's it's <laughs> like I mean when I was playing flute like my instructor had me play a Hindemith piece mm-hmm. and like it was just so interesting to me like it, it doesn't I mean listen to Paul Hindemith like I um, definitely will <laughs> <laughs> he's it's it's just so different like mm-hmm. but there's just such beautiful moments it's it's gonna it's it's going to be an acquired taste. Like you, you, you mm. might not like what you hear, but like, <laughs> um, I mean, like the way he kind of like, and I don't study classical music, so I'm going to butcher some facts. So right. If people want to fact <laughs> Safe space here. All right. <laughs> if people want to fact check me, please do. Um, but I think a friend of mine said he like, doesn't use like keys. Mm. Um, so I think he would like, just put a bunch of accidentals in his music. If you know, music, like uh notation, like, Mm-hmm. You just write the sharp in, you write the natural in, you write the flat in next to the note. So it's just C major, which is no mm-hmm. sharps, no flats, and then he'll just write in all the <laughs> all the accidentals. Um and so like uh I just I thought that was super fascinating. So like that was just like really kind of open ended and like mm-hmm. I mean we have this we have this structure of like eight notes. Um and, and for for his compositions to really just like no, like let's just <laughs> If this note needs to be ro- raised like a semitone, like I'll write it in here, and like that kind of fluidity in composition is 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 kind of amazing. Like, um, not saying like I, he's my favorite like <laughs> artist <laughs> ever, but like I mean that was just that was one thing like from classical that I, I really took took um took away, I guess. Yeah, and you could definitely hear that in your music. Um, just like I said, how how open-ended like you said it is and you don't really like try to stay in one box if that makes sense and you kind of just let stuff flow naturally which is why i think people have kind of connected with your music so much um yeah because it's just so different i really like that appreciate that um yeah and you mentioned listening to classical i don't listen to it a lot but i'm definitely interested in it because i've even started listening to punk music more um because growing up i'd never really listened to punk music at all um and i'm actually reading this book about uh, bad brains they're a black uh, punk band it's been really interesting. Like, it's just crazy how, you know, growing up, you can get made fun of, like, listening to certain type of music and then you get older and realize, like, black people were helping create it in the first place, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, so it's oh, just, yeah. like, a crazy full circle moment. But I just love learning about, you know, black history and music and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But the next question I want to talk about was, uh, I was first introduced to you through Beth Martinez. I wanted to shout her out from Danger Village. Nope. Um, nope. She's been sending me music since this blog started, so... Yeah, I wanted to nice. give her a quick shout out. Um, but after reading more about you, the name uh, Tom Tide is really interesting, and the way you release music and the cover art, like everything is connected. Um, right. And the meaning behind the name is actually really interesting and beautiful. Because so you talk about that and the two individual words and just how you came with the name and all of this whole concept, basically. Right. I mean, that's uh, also yeah, huge shout out to Danger Village. Um, yeah, <laughs> they are remarkable. Um, yeah, she yeah. Beth, I've known her for a long time. She's really cool. So I just wanted to, yeah, 
chatter yeah. up with us. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, so, oh man, I don't know where to start. It, it was kind of yeah. A quick, a it's a lot to ride, unpack. <laughs> right. It's actually kind of a quicker. Uh, it started like a little bit faster. Uh, mm-hmm. Like so, the name was kind of like. Um, it was one of my middle names. Um, I have another moniker too. Um, mm-hmm. if, if people really want to do their research, they can find it. But um, and that's my other middle name. So I have two middle names. Um, right. And so, since that one was being used for that moniker, I was like, okay, let me use the other one for this one. And then I guess Thomas is is kind of a common name. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, still, I love it. It's still yeah. an amazing <laughs> name. But um, just to make it a little unique, like. Um, searchability i guess <laughs> right because it's yeah it's not really a conventional name you would see all the time right right so i was i was just trying to find kind of stuff that was that was available on on social media and like um i really liked um i guess names i always felt like uh just encoded so much more than like um other types of words mm-hmm. um, if you know a person um then when you hear that name, you think of maybe all the memories you had with them or something like that. So I was like, um, Tom is uh, certainly a name, and I guess it could encode all 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 that you know about me. But then also like I wanted another image to go along with it that encoded mm. a lot of things that I really um, kind of represent too. And and mm-hmm. the tide, I guess the tide is like it, it rises and falls. It's a wave. It's like right it's it's balance um and i think i think a lot about balance and cycles like a wave too is like sinusoidal um mm. it's it's like there's a, a a top and a bottom and it kind of you know like a sine wave right so right exactly and that can even be brought into like uh signals um all, all that to say, I maybe overthinking it, but like I thought. No, no, it's really interesting to me. So that's why I wanted to ask you about it. Because um, even people's band names, it's usually like it has some meaning, you know, but it's not that deep to where it's like you can pick apart the actual name and it has different, you know, uh, meanings behind it. Um, right. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And I wanted to ask um, you don't have the answers if you don't want to, but are you religious at all? Because um, just reading about you, there's a lot of, uh, you talk a lot about like. Uh, nature and like you said the balance and uh the tides and stuff so is uh religion something that's important to you at all yeah yes it is important to me um okay i i think i um yeah it's important to me i i i want to just um live as like a very human and and realistic um Mm. example i guess if Mm -hmm. i can if i can glorify what i what i believe in i'll i'll do it in a non like um aggressive way <laughs> no you know you're fine uh because i don't practice any religion but i just think it's i like to learn about different religions in general and just like how they practice their faith and everything so that's why right, i was asking yeah. you so yeah you don't have to feel like you know you can talk about it if you want to i'm not going to be like you know don't yeah, talk yeah. about that on here <laughs> yeah i mean i mean so like i'll i'll definitely i try to put it in my music where it fits um mm. and i think like um i just want it to be superhuman like i'm 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 flawed i'm very flawed, right. like but i'm trying every day so it's like no it's definitely like, um, that's i mean i want to represent that i don't want to put anything overly perfect or like um mm-hmm. like put any of those things out so like that's i i try to showcase my faith in like a a realistic way i guess right and i think a lot of a artists 
Right. They can be afraid to kind of uh, show that side of themselves in a religious aspect, at least, because they don't want to get like boxed in, you know, as like a right. quote unquote religious artist. Because um, right. even bands I've followed have said that before. They don't, they, they talk about it a little bit, but not really. Which, right. um, I, yeah, I don't, I'm not mad at that either way, you know, I get it. Um, right. But I just think it's interesting uh, how religion can definitely is because spirituality in general is a very strong thing that we all experience, you know. So obviously mm-hmm. that kind of plays a role in music and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because actually my first like experience with live music was in the black church. Uh, so nice, that definitely nice. was kind of like the foundation of my love for music. So that's really interesting. Nice. Um, yeah, so earlier, much talent. So yeah oh my god it's <laughs> black black gospel musicians are like not oh, from earth i don't think like the stuff they can do is seriously just, seriously <laughs> man they like the emotion and like yeah it's just so raw and like real um and even though i don't i'm not a christian i don't practice any religion like i said but yeah christian music has done so much for me just for like a love of music in general so yeah mm-hmm. i would never you know try to downplay that or minimize it at all mm-hmm. um yeah and i want to talk about we're talking about how you release this music um, it's very mm-hmm. unconventional. Um, since the last year, you've been l- releasing singles bi-weekly. Um, yes. and so up to this point, you have 10 tracks, and they're all under two minutes. Uh, can you talk about what went into that thought process and why you chose to release your music this way? Right. I mean, like, um, I'm, I'm liable to give too much information, but let me, <laughs> let me try to... Um, no, the more the, the more the better. It's no problem. <laughs> right. I mean, so, I mean, I'll try and condense this as much as possible, but this, right. the project was kind of birthed out of, like, um, I had my uh, other moniker, and I don't want to say it's, like, retired or anything. It's still mm-hmm. active. Like, there's there's going to be music coming out as that moniker. Right. Um, but um, I had that going and uh, huge visions for, like, what I wanted to do with it, um, but a desire to do something right then. Um, mm-hmm. Um, it's so I was just like, uh, this, it started honestly as like a, a beat tape. I wanted to put out a bunch of beats that like nobody wanted to use. <laughs> oh, really? Um, right. Yeah. Like that's interesting. Uh, yeah. So I've been producing for a very long time and, um, uh, yeah, just what, what percentage of the beats that I make actually come out? Like, uh, I don't know, maybe 5%, 5%. Right. Not a lot. <laughs> right. And and I love like a lot of the things that people don't even choose, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to hear some of your beats. I don't even know you made beats or anything like that. So that's really cool. Right, right, yeah. So I was I was just like, um, yeah, we can definitely chop it up after this. I'm I'm yep. super interested to keep talking, <laughs> for sure. Um, but um, so I was just like, yo, these these are so good, and like, um, I want to put them out. So mm-hmm. it started out as just a beat tape. I talked around. Got a got a few more just conversations in general, not like, oh, what are your ideas? Um, right. And then Dom was a person, one of the people I hit up because he's my cover artist for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and just super thoughtful and creative. Um, and so I was just talking to him and just for his understanding, he he created this analogy of like, oh, it's like a it's like a TV show. I was like, yeah. And I kept I kept just doing my rant, whatever. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then like we, we whenever that call ended like i just sat with it i was like tv show and then like um <laughs> just chewed on that a little more and then i was like no we're doing this i came back to that i was like no we're doing this like um, <laughs> and so like it started out as this beat tape and then it just slowly got more life and excitement behind it and that's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of the project is just like geeking out and just just talking creatively just freely um right 
philosophically, like whatever it might be. Um, that that was such an exciting time. And like from there, it kind of took the shape of like, okay, now we're going to have this mural, this like three by seven, three by nine, um, mm-hmm. like mural and like the cover arts are individual parts of this. Cause it's, it's one connected project, but like released episodically. Um, right. And so I just, yeah, I, I really kind of, it was exciting to me too, to like really um, rethink what a project is. Like we think of this thing that's, released at once and consumed at once but like exactly there's so many things like in that experience right you can you can skim it you can listen out of order like mm-hmm. um with a tv show you're kind of like before netflix of course now you right <laughs> um, so like um with the tv show back in the day i'm dating myself but like <laughs> back in the day like um you would have to wait a whole week to get that next episode right um, it's crazy <laughs> Right, we live so, like the on-demand era now, you know, so everything yeah. is so accessible. Right, right. So yeah, no, it's like um, I, I kind of like wanted to bring an element of that back, with, where it's not just like these. I'm just pushing out singles in high volume because that is, in other ways, it's kind of a I guess streaming hack. But like mm-hmm. um, for me, I wanted it to be just an intentional art, like not not a statement of art. But it's like I'm doing this for a reason. Like right. I could have, I could have made an album and dropped 27 songs, mm-hmm. um, when it was done. But like right. this, just it's not just that. Like this is also evolving as it's as it's happening. I haven't exactly. written, I haven't written summer yet. Like, um, and so like that's also a beautiful thing too. This project is changing as I'm writing it. Um, exactly. It's like the songs that came out are just set in stone kind of like life too like episodes in life they're just they are what they are and mm-hmm. like even if you have a better idea later like you already put that one out like um so, oh man so. you're <laughs> you're speaking some truth right now um and that's and that's why honestly like i was so engaged and intrigued by your music is the way you're re- releasing it and um you talked about the whole mural thing with the individual cover art kind of making a bigger picture and that was why I was like, well, like, who is this guy? You know, like, what is he doing? Because it's so different. And you kind of, like you say, you could have just easily dropped a project and that would have been it. But you wanted it to be, like, a statement and say something. Um, mm-hmm. And that definitely has resonated with me because even listening to your music is so different and diverse. And it's like, it makes me want to go back and listen again and kind of, like, listen for little things I didn't hear before. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think, just from my personal opinion, you definitely are doing what your in, you know, intent was, was to make a message and kind of tell a story um i wanted to ask are you familiar with the tira whack at all oh man i stand because <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. what you reminded me of when i listened to this because she released a whack world a few years ago and they're all yes, like a minute absolutely. long and i was like i hate you so much this music is so good like i want these yeah. to be full songs absolutely. um yeah 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 she's she's so brilliant and um yeah that, that definitely you reminded me of her in the way you've been releasing music because she's definitely unconventional in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um but yeah, she definitely is like reminiscing, you know, Missy Elliott and kind of Busta Rhymes, like that era yeah. of like yeah. just being totally out there and like, mm-hmm. but people love it, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to ask you if you knew about her because yeah, no, I thought you guys, of course. <laughs> love yeah, her, you guys, love her. yeah, same here. She's amazing. You guys have definitely kind of the same like way of thinking in a way, just so, you know, Appreciate unconventional, that. which I think is interesting. Um, But I want to talk that. about the cover art a little bit more. And you brought up Dominique uh, Mills um, mm-hmm. and you guys work together with uh, the visuals and all of this. And so I'd never heard of him. And so I was uh, researching some stuff about you to get ready for the interview. 
um but his work is really amazing even the photography is really good um and i read that you guys met in 2014 so how did you guys originally meet and then can you talk about how you kind of came together to make this cover art for um, your songs yeah i mean so how we originally met is like um so i'm originally from new jersey um Mm -hmm. and uh childhood friend (laughs) right um before the music like uh uh spencer lee um he goes uh by the artist named shadow spence right now okay um at the time he was just kind of focusing on like um fashion he was putting Mm -hmm. out like clothes uh streetwear and stuff he was he was like hot like in in new york right um and so um I mean, we were close, like like I said before, all of this, and and he would just have me score his his fashion visuals. He would put together mm-hmm. like a, a video for each line of fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one year, um, when we had kind of gone to undergrad, um, this was our first year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in I was in Michigan. He was in in uh, New York, and remotely though he's he's making all these moves and Mm -hmm. uh one thing he did was to link up with this guy dom who i didn't know at the time and spence's thing with with at the time was like bleaching clothes so he would he was put his designs in bleach on the clothes and dom's Mm -hmm. thing at the time was painting clothes so (laughs) it's a match made in heaven yep put it right (laughs) together and like uh it was a collection called fearless um Mm -hmm. so i was just working closely with both of them like I, i was already like comfortable with Spence. We were talking how we talk. And then I kind of, we kind of just brought Dom into this world as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And we're just talking openly like, Oh, how does this sound uh, match what we're trying to say or not match what we're trying to say? And like, we were just going back and forth in that capacity. And when it was all said and done, Dom was just like, yo, like, like you do great work. I was like, same to him. Like, yo, you do great (laughs) work. Like I I need some shirts off of you too. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And so like, um, but he does he does so much more and so like we mm-hmm. just kept in touch um after that and like um he's done every cover art that i've released as my other moniker and as tom tide and okay he, yeah he does photography like you mentioned he's getting into film or he films he films on or, sorry he shoots on film but like mm-hmm. he's also getting into like visual like videos and stuff um, right and so he just does a lot so he's incredible and yeah we he needs flowers <laughs> yeah definitely and I, I just love that i love seeing black creatives work with each other and just uplift yeah. each other because there's so much For talent sure. and like i said especially being in the music industry it is still very you know white dominated um mm-hmm. it's obviously getting better so i'm not trying to say it's just like you know awful but there's still like mm-hmm. you said a lot of change that needs to happen i think a lot of times when we talk about like reform in the music industry a lot of it is kind of surface level stuff and mm-hmm. it's not really like getting to the root which you could talk about american general same concept right. um, so um right. yeah i just i just think it's really cool seeing black creatives just like yeah work together and really just make things that are so cool and new that we haven't seen yeah. before um yeah for sure and so yeah as we start to wind down here a little bit i want to talk about what your plans are for this year because obviously covid has made it really hard for live music to be a thing anytime soon yeah um yeah. but yeah i think you're obviously doing a lot of cool stuff regardless so can you just yeah, give us some insight on what you want to get done this year yeah, I mean, as as much growth as possible. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I like. I guess I like that nothing I've made has gone viral as right. <laughs> as as good as I might think it is. Like, um, mm-hmm. I like that it's all kind of under control and nothing is is kind of getting is outpacing me. 
Mm, um, that's a good point. And so, like, um, yeah, I think um, I, I kind of love where things are going, and I'm just, I'm really just taking it as I go, like, just having really open conversations with as many people as possible, and just like, what can I do more of, right, um, to improve. So, like, I think it's been all like very manageable in the sense that, like, um, yeah, like I said, it's it's not like something is is mysterious, like, or not uh, replicatable. Mm-hmm. um so it's it's all kind of at a pace that like i know this is happening because i did this um right or that the people around me did this mm-hmm. so no yeah i really like your kind of ideology about kind of letting things flow and kind of letting them be the way they are mm-hmm. um i think especially in music we can get kind of over like taking too much control sometimes and kind of mm-hmm. run something into the ground that we really liked at first and then we just overthink right. it sometimes uh right. so yeah i really appreciate your i kind of view about just kind of letting things exist the way they are um and yeah, making things that you can be proud of and then i definitely like i said listening to the music it's i was trying to like find comparisons and i couldn't even think of one really because there's so much uh different uh inspirations throughout your music i love that because a lot of times like i said us being black we kind of get put into boxes sometimes like you have to be yeah. this kind of person or this type of artist you know so i really yeah. love how the way we can people can listen to music nowadays like people are taking the narrative in their own hands and kind of putting stuff they want to do and not having to answer to like no labels or A&Rs or whatever, that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah I think yeah. you're definitely uh, representing something really important. And uh, this is a great conversation. And before we get out of here, I, I just wanted to, I was just about to say too, this is an awesome <laughs> conversation. I, I love I love to hear thoughts as well. Like this it, in between, like I'm just in the listener seat like this. I love what you're saying, but no, yeah, me too. And it's like, yeah, this, this, podcast has been like a blessing honestly because i before this i was working in live music and obviously like i said that's not a thing right now and so i've just been really antsy and just i love talking to people about music and trying to pick their brains so yeah this podcast has definitely been like you know silver lining amongst all the bullshit (laughs) in this past year so uh before we get out of here uh, where can people find you on social media yeah okay um at t-h-o-m-t-i-d-e everywhere twitter love consistency uh, yeah facebook instagram uh spotify apple music everywhere you stream music yeah that's it awesome well i want to say thank you again this was a great conversation um and yeah i'm really excited to see what you do this year and i would love to talk to you more like yeah just off mic i guess and just yeah Yeah, pick your brain about some stuff yeah and if I'm ever in California, we definitely need to hang. I've never been there before, but I have friends out there and I'm sick because I'm in Missouri and it's like cold and like, oh, man. didn't you hear? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Like hit me up. You have my number now. So like, I definitely this, will. This is, this is a great call. Let's just casually just keep in touch for sure. Of course. You have a good night, man. It's great talking to you. Yeah. Same to you. Peace. All right. See you.